Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our wonderful listeners and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self Care Club, the epilogue show. Before we jump into today's episode, we wanted to ask a favour. If you love the show and want to show your support, please hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you may be listening. It helps us out more than you know. And whilst we've got you, please come and join our lovely Facebook group if you haven't already. The link for the group is in the show notes. Welcome to Friday's Epilogue Show, where we are taking another dive into CBD tampons. But first... Review of the week. We've got a review, Nicole Goodman. We have, we have, we have, we have. The subject is, I want VIP access to the club, please. Hmm. I think this is VIP access to the club. Yeah, this is it. Um, and then they go and say, I flipping love this podcast, and especially these ladies. So relatable and funny. Nicole, Lauren, please, can we be friends? That's by GLSO911. Yes, GLS. 0911, we can be friends. But we need to know your proper name because yeah, we I can't call you that. No, that's odd because then I feel like you're maybe an AI robot. But I I'm reckon sure you're their name person. is Gail. Uh, do you? Well, it could be Gloria. Georgia. Could be a, it could frankly be anything, couldn't it? Not anything. I reckon it begins with a G. It's That's a strong guess. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Anyway, of course we could be friends. Aren't we friends already? Yes, we are. Friends in your ears. Yeah. Yeah. How are you, you getting know, on? Well, you might not want to be friends with us. Why? Because maybe we've got like an off podcast persona and an on podcast persona. Do we? I'm, I'm just saying. Well, only James would know. James is the only person who would know. Or, or anyone else oh, that listens oh to our God, show. Oh, God, he's coming to tell us. What do you think, James? James, are we different in, in the real life than on the pod? Get on a mic, James. Not really. Okay, good. That's good. He says, not really. They are as... Uh, as annoying off camera as on? Emotionally unstable as they appear. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I want to be the same. Yeah, no, me too, yeah, me yeah. too. That can only be me. You're, pe- you're pretty authentic. I think there's like a 5% increase in caricatureness, maybe. But mm. not much. Energy. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. Energy, James. Energy. Yeah. That's nice, James. You're being very nice today. He, he made coffee. He made coffee. He is. He, he must he have asked, had a good weekend. And he asked Lauren if she wanted nut milk or normal milk. Nut milk. What's going on, James? He, That's because you had a guest here oh, he 20 was. minutes before you arrived. So I went into full, like, host, host mode. Host mode. <laughs> he offered to milk a squirrel for me for the coffee and everything. <laughs> Did he? Nut milk. That's cute. Yeah. Where do you think nut milk comes yeah, from? it comes from a squirrel, obviously. Yeah. So how are you getting on with the CBD tampons? Well, I know that the period's finished, but how are you feeling about them? <laughs> <laughs> you done? Yeah. I, I can speak now. Yeah. Um, how am I feeling about them? I think they're really good. Mm. And I gave one to my friend because she needed a tampon. And I said, I've only got CBD tampons. She rolled her eyes and said, of course you do. Yeah, of course. And she goes, this is not a thing. I said, it's got CBD in it. I promise you. And she's like, well, can you, have you just got a normal tampon? I said, I don't have a normal tampon. Okay, that's all I have. Mm. Take it or leave it. Mm. So she took it. And then I got a message from her the next day saying, those CBD tampons are absolutely fantastic. I need to get some. Great. Yeah. Because they help everyone. with her period cramp. 
brilliant. How much are they though? Have we found out how much they I, are yet? I, I don't want to speak too soon, but I feel like they're about seven pounds a box. You know, they are more expensive than other brands available. But other brands available don't have CBD in them. I'm going to look now because maybe we should have done this before we came on air. But, you know, that's part of the authenticity. Why, why would we do that and, like, be prepared for a question that you're going to ask? Oh, 18 coated tampons mm-hmm. are £16.74. Oh, that's quite dear. How much is a packet of Tampax? About four quid. So, but they're not 18 in there. Well, yes, there are. Depends on which kind you get. If it's pearl, compact. I don't like pearl. Or regular. I don't like pearl. You don't like pearl? I don't like pearl. I don't, don't like flush. Pe- I don't like compact. <laughs> I don't either. They don't flush properly. I like pearl, but I don't like compact. And, you know, we've had the discussion about the cardboard ones. Shall I tell you what the clubbers had to say yes, about please. this subject? I asked on Facebook, have you ever tried CBD tampons? The options were yes, no, what the fuck, never, I never would, it sounds crazy, or I would love to, it sounds great. 9% of people said yes, they have tried them. Low. 52% of people said no, what the fuck? 18% said I never would, it sounds crazy, and 21% said I would love to, it sounds great. So a mixed bag. We have a few comments as well. Uh, One lady said, I use the ones from Day. Well, they're the ones that we used. I have endometriosis and they really do help. Worth every penny and I've told my friends about them. Another lady said, I've been using Day for over a year and I love the brand. They also use a method of gamma sterilization which helps with preventing infections and toxic shock syndrome. They're expensive, but for me, they are worth it. And then two other people said, I don't have periods anymore, but I'd definitely be up for trying them if it were relevant. And another person said, I'd actually love to try these. They're such a great idea. They are a great idea. Yeah. And they're great in in practice. They really are great. And I'm still surprised to be able to properly, genuinely rate them as a working item. My daughter wouldn't use them. She, she thought it sounded really weird. A few people said to me, I'd explained it and they were like, what? What? How would that work? That how could that be? Like, well, they're just infused with CBD. It's not like a complicated system. Yeah. It's just a normal tampon. I think tampon. it's because it gets inserted. Okay. I think that's what people struggle with. She wasn't down for it. I think they'd be good no, for but her. I think if like if you put CBD, if you rubbed like a CBD balm on your lower tummy, yeah, that would also probably help. It might do. It might. Yeah. Anyway, it was good. Mm. It was good. Mm-hmm. I was very happy with it. Me too. The epilogue's going to be a bit different today. Yes, it is. Because remember, we introduced a, a brand new segment, which we're going to get onto soon. So before the break, we're going to do our wellness news flash. I know it's a change, but stay with us. Change is good. Change or die. Changing is good. Not change or die. Well, uh, that was what my old boss always used it's to say terrible, to me. Terrible, terrible When there was statement. a new system in the computer, I'd be like, what is this new system? And she'd be like, change or die. I'd be like, okay, I'll just, you'd still do that. Though. I'll choose change. <laughs> Yeah, but that's just rough. Actually, she you, was rough. I have got a better saying for change. Go on. The only thing unchanging in life is change itself. Whoa. Hello, Buddha. Good you morning. Like Do you like that? The, say it again. The only thing in life mm-hmm. that is unchanging mm-hmm. is change itself. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't like it because I hate change. I've struggled with change. How can you say that? Every week we do a different thing. So we're changing something every week. Do you think that this podcast is some easy ride for me? Sometimes, yeah. 
Not often, my friend. Not often. You were fine with the CBT tampons. Yeah, I'm fine with anything VADS related, which is handy because that's also sort of linked to the Wellness News Flash. Great. Wellness News Flash. Here we go. You're going to love it. Gwynny, GP, the Gwyn. We haven't had a wellness news flash by GP for some time. Well, guess what she's doing? What is she doing? She's planning a range of chocolates inspired by the vagina-scented candle. Oh. What's okay. going to taste like her vagina? Um, funny you should say that. No, because no, no, the no, range no. of chocolates are called, This Tastes Like My Vagina. She's filed documents that allow her to trademark the chocolate brand in the US it's so it can just be sold on Google. It's just, it's just, it's just chocolate, and that's it's just the name. So we'll get loads of headlines, and she'll make loads of money, and she's so bloody clever. What do you think the chocolates will actually taste of? Chocolate. And don't say fish. Chocolate, <laughs> chocolates. Sorry to be boring. I know that you wanted something far naughtier, but I think it would just taste of chocolate. Do you think this is a good idea? Do you think the candle actually smelt like her vagina? I've, to be honest with you, I've never smelt Gwyneth's vagina. Well, we should. <laughs> so I can't vouch. I thought you were going to say, to be honest with you, but we never had a candle, but we should have got a candle. They're sold out. I know they're sold out, but we are very embedded in the wellness world. So we could, we should have found a way, which we never did. We never tried to get one. And because people talk to us about that candle a lot. They do. They do. But I don't feel like I've got anything to kind of, you know, base the results on. I, I, we can get the candle, light it, and I can smell it. But I can't say to you for sure, you're right. That smells just like Gwyneth's Minge. Because I've never smelt it. So I don't know. I'm sure it just, just smells of bergamot and limes. Something lovely. Or but sandalwood. Sandalwood. Well, yeah, maybe. I love sandalwood. <laughs> this is going to a dark place. No, I'm just... I just, it's a marketing thing. They will just be chocolates. How much do you think a box of them will and cost? it'll probably be like 90% dark chocolate. Yes. You know, there won't be any fucking sugar in it. Just no, saying. Won't it'll be, be like a There'll wellness be chocolate. There'll be a vegan chocolate, won't it'll it? will be a wellness, vegan, dark 90% chocolate. chocolate. Mm. And it will be fair trade. And the cocoa beans will be grown in like organic soil that she made with her own feces. Vagina. Yeah. I see where this is going. She planted it with her own vagina. <laughs> <laughs> she's her vagina is so famous she can now plant plants <laughs> listen I, I think it would just taste like chocolate otherwise what's the point it would taste like vegan sustainable chocolate when they come out let's see if someone will send us a box we if someone <laughs> some stranger goop. we have just to goop Goop won't want anything to do with us. Like Goop, I think Goop will probably hate us if they were ever aware of our existence. I reckon they'd hate you more than me. Definitely. But that's okay. But it's fine because I'm in bed with you now. Yeah, so, so you're, you're fucked by association, yeah, basically. Totally. Yeah, you are. Because I'm actually a big fan of GP. I know. Listen, I'm a fan, but I just love the stories. But that's why she does it. That's why I'm such a fan. She's so clever. Yes, she's a right, genius. Right, So she's doing chocolate. That's it. That's the story. That is the and whole story. It hasn't story. said what's in the chocolate. No, they when haven't is it said available anything. to buy? All they've done is trademark the brand in the US. Oh, that's so, it. So, yeah, that is it. That is it. That's it. Well, we've no got to get info. ourselves, it'll be like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We're going to have to get ourselves a bar. I'm going to Augustus glute myself up the badge. <laughs> like it's a tube. Up, up her badge. Maybe. She might notice. And she's very slight. I don't think you fit up her. I'm going to swim in a river of it. 
No, Augustus, don't come near the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Augustus glute the other day, weren't we? Were we? I can't remember why. Daddy, I want a squirrel. <laughs> that was um, Veronica Salt. Yeah, Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt. He should bloody make it. He Who? owns a chocolate factory. Willy Wonka. Yeah. Um, you know that he's a fairy tale character, Is don't he? you? You know that it's not actually Johnny Depp. They should put Johnny Depp's face on the box of or chocolates. Or Gene Wilder. <laughs> you do know that, don't you? I prefer you? Gene Wilder. So did I. Yeah. So did I. Should we cut to a break before this madness continues? Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. Right, now, Clubbers, we are back with our new segment that's called... The Small Screen Club. So we are now sat in the Small Screen Club. We've got our popcorn. And we have been watching the new series of And Just Like That. Yes, we have. And we have written notes and we're mm -hmm. going to debrief it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be great. So if you don't watch the show, the thing is all your girlfriends are going to be watching the show and you're going to want to know what to say. So even if you just listen to this next 15 minutes, then basically we are just cutting all the hard work out for you. But I do suggest go and watch it and then come back and listen to this because we're your companion show to that show. Yes, we are. Aren't we? Do you want to kick off? I mean, I've I've written notes like scene by scene. Oh, okay. How I, have you done it? I've just done the things that really kind of stuck out to me. Like the first scene, they're all in negligees, aren't they? Yes. That's the opening scene. They're all in a negligee. All having sex. You got a negligee? I don't have a negligee. A negligee, no. They were all in a negligee. I've got my little black two-piece thing that I wore in Paris. It's not a negligee. No. It's like a little... Not, lace, don't try little and just top. be part of the gang. Just say it's, no. You no, don't, don't have one. Do you? Like, 
No. My grandma I, used to have t- every colour. My mum used to have like they a... They were very trendy. Nightdress. They're all in nightdresses. Mm. It's like, what? what Silky. This, is, this Silky. is not realistic. Sorry, it isn't. And they're all having sex. And then you've got Naya, who's not having sex, and she's sat in front of the TV having, you know, popcorn or that whatever That was a bit doing. more realistic. Well, it was a bit more realistic, but also it was like the emphasis was on her sad life when everyone else... They were making out as if everyone else was in the realms of realism. I don't think that we can even talk about what is realistic and what is not because this whole show is so fucking out of anything that is verging on realism. It's all nuts. It's nuts. Okay. It's way out there. Okay, right. You want to talk about uh, Miranda? I want to talk about the fact that Miranda went to a flotation tank. We've been to a flotation tank. We have. It's quite far down on my list. But she did go to a flotation tank. And and the thing is, is that the good the good news is yes. is that that's probably quite out there for the show, but it's not out there for us. No, it's not. I also, also want to say Miranda's also. been very naked. I, she's very naked. Very naked. That's obviously intentional. Obviously, yes. Um, because can you imagine that contract? Because she was never naked before. She was used to show her boobs. They all did. Apart from SJP. She never shows her boobs. Never shows anything. But the others all had tits of Luna all over the place. When she was in the flotation site. Yeah. <laughs> she had exactly the same moment as I had in the flotation tank. She did. The the I'm in the dark. Where's the exit? Yes. I need to get yes. out. Oh my god, I can't do this. And then she got this. the saline in her eye. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was so realistic. Now that, that was, was realistic. realistic. More than the cliches. I was very surprised about how naked she was. I was, but I didn't want to be taken back by it. Okay. I refused to play into it because why shouldn't she be naked? Why shouldn't she? It's just not what we're used to seeing. Okay, so then we're going to go on to the Met Gala. So the Met, to get the Met re- Ball, as the, they call it. The Met Ball. But which we Met. all know is the Met Gala. Right, so they're all getting ready. Yes. Well, when they first showed SJP her dress. Um, okay, I've written, striped I've written here, looks like her friend made a DFS cushion. I preferred the kimono dressing gown. Preferred the kimono dressing gown. I'd also read in an article what was going to happen, so I knew what was going to happen. But she would never... Ever, 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 have, ever worn have worn that thing. And also, can we just say, in her wardrobe, she had the Vivian Westwood wedding dress. She also had that Milfui twill gown that she wore in Paris uh, on the bed. She probably doesn't she have that in her wardrobe. Worn that. Where she wouldn't have that in her wardrobe. It's too also, big. the outfit she wore to chuck Big's ashes off the bridge in Paris was nicer than that stripy DFS cushion. She has choices. Don't tell me the woman hasn't got choices. But the thing is, is the minute that dress came into the scene, you revolting. knew categorically that wasn't her dress. But she would have looked at that and gone, I'm sorry, no. I can't even believe she went through with she the fitting. She would never have signed off on it. Never! She would never have signed off on it. And then her hair. Awful. What are you doing with your I hair? I put that awful hair Why awful. are you doing that to your hair? Terrible. I realise that you have to be out there with, Terrible. with your outfit. Terrible. But that was just horrible. Just oh, like, like 14 hollers on your head. <laughs> it was exactly a bunch of hollow rolls yeah kind of yeah, and if you don't awful. know what that is it's a jewish bread that is plaited it's a plaited bread yeah, yeah. so that's what it looked like so yes, i didn't agreed. love that no so let's go into the met ball outfits okay selma the caramel silk i'm sorry no i love selma i think she is an elegant attractive gorgeous woman I didn't like that caramel coloured silk. I didn't feel it did much for her. I also her. didn't like what they did with her fringe. They curled it under and it looked like they had, there was a roller still in it. Mm. Didn't love that. So for me, no. But loved that she'd left when she realised that it was a messy situation with the boyfriend that she left that. It's like, hello, what am I doing? I need to get back to my life now. Loved that. Was here for that. 
Okay, totally. good. Then when Lisa walked out in the red, I, I It mean, was such a moment. It was such a moment. And that's that shot of her walking down the road. Was the, the road. was the moment of the show, I it felt. It was magnificent. Epic. So it was a Philip Tracy hat. She is... She hat, can, veil, sculpture. What would you call it? Mask. It was everything. It was everything. It was everything. And it was... It was everything. She just looked... There are no words to how good she looked. And then Charlotte comes what in. What the fuck was that? Charlotte, it was a cross between Mary Poppins and Nancy from Oliver. I was about to say Victorian prostitute. What yeah. the fuck Nancy was that from Oliver. Look? It was awful. 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 It wasn't fashion. It was just wrong. Oh my she God. looked like Mary Poppins. Terrible. Terrible. So uh, are we going to agree that outfit of the episode is Lisa Todd Wexley's red dress with the veil how moment? Can, how can you top? That's going to be the outfit of the entire season. Absolutely. My outfit of the show. Second favourite outfit of the show was Carrie's metallic striped dress that she wore in the bar. And I felt like it was something you would wear. Metallic striped? I don't even remember it. She was in a bar having drinks and it was like a metallic striped long dress. It was very you. So a couple of things that I really liked yes. about this, the, the, my favourite scene yes. was the strap-on scene. Okay, obviously this was in my section of wow dash Miranda. Miranda tried a tank. Miranda was very naked. Miranda tried a strap-on. Miranda reminded me of all the original Sex and the City episodes where everyone was breaking was the boundaries. Where it was very cutting edge. Yes. yes, and it, and I've actually put a note saying it felt a lot more like Sex in the City this episode than the whole last season did because it felt much edgier. But can I just... And I'm pleased it felt edgier. Can I just have two things of, of importance to note here? Firstly, I do not know if you remember this, but there is an episode of Sex in the City where someone calls Samantha, I think Carrie, and she goes, excuse me, you'll have to, I can't talk now, I'm trying on a strap-on. So that's, this has already happened. And secondly, when Samantha was seeing that woman for a while, do you remember? Yes, yes. The Spanish. Yes, yes. Was she the an artist. artist? Yep. The other women really mocked her. It was not taken seriously. The whole relationship was like taken as a bit of a joke. But Samantha was out there 20 years ago breaking the boundaries with the strap-on dildo and the relationship with another woman. And now it's kind of being touted as you know this really cool like yeah we're all accepting of it now but it wasn't okay then but samantha had already done all of this but that's what's the beauty of this show because they're always breaking the boundaries i didn't know that you could switch out the appendage for different types because there was a whole array of them on the desk and i was like oh that's interesting um also yes. to note yes what i thought was quite sad in mm -hmm. the in the very comical scene of the strap-on yeah was that Carrie was reaching out to Shay and not to Miranda. Now, Miranda is the best friend. Why is she not asking Miranda? Who even is Miranda now? Because I don't who, know this character. But, but Miranda doesn't know who Miranda is either. Miranda is so lost. Lost. I, I, and, I, and I'm actually hating this whole storyline for Miranda. Sorry, I'm hating it. Well, it's going to lead somewhere, She isn't has it? no context. And episode one is leading us in. It is. But right now, in episode one, Miranda has no context for me. Be in New York, be with your buds, be in the cafe, have your chats, go around to each other's flats, see each other. I'm just not into this. I'm let's not get, into it. Let's get on to episode okay. two. Can I just do my one favourite line 
from uh, episode oh, yes. one. Yes, it was when um, Anthony. And, yes, Anthony. Uh, Anthony is in a is with Charlotte and um, Lisa Todd Wexley, and they're moaning about their husbands at the dress fitting. And Anthony says, "I'm really enjoying listening to your podcast, Rich People Problems." I've written that down. Have you? Yeah. That was my favorite line. Absolutely. Of the whole thing. And my other favorite line yeah. was with Carrie when she was sitting at the restaurant with the three. There was four of them at the restaurant. Yes. And she said, "It's my exit out of grief sex." I oh, thought nice. that was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But Anthony's got the best one-liners. Always, because he's like the Samantha, yeah. you know? Yeah. He can say it. Okay, so yes. let's get on to episode two. Right, the first thing yes. is with Seema walking in in the iconic leopard print power suit. Oh my God, this woman is just iconic. She is beautiful. She is sexy. She is powerful. She is Everything. I totally missed that because I've written, it opens with Carrie's podcast host read for a vaginal oh, suppository. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Promo code, Vag in the City. It's so us. So Why us. isn't that our promo code? I don't know whether we should go down it, but now that we're on that part of it, yes. let's just say mm. that you're telling me that by not doing one host read, it brings down a whole, whole company. Sh- the whole company. company. And as someone says to her, don't be so precious about your pussy. Can we also bear in mind... She's a sex writer. Thank you. There's she, no way. She's been writing a sex column for fucking decades. There's no way what? she wouldn't say vagina. So why is she so precious? She's, she's always not. been a bit prudish, but also like very happy to have lots of sex with lots of different people but also very prudish what's that about listen being podcasters yes okay yeah we're gonna we're gonna give you a little bit of background yeah one host read ain't bringing down a whole company and by the way you get pre-approvals of every host read before you read them yes by the way no one rolls themselves into the office and says you have to do it don't be so precious about your pussy that, yeah. that doesn't happen that you, doesn't happen you just get sent an email saying we've had a uh interest in from a vaginal suppository company would you be comfortable reading for it are you happy to read and we either say yes, yes or, or no. no that's basically it so it wasn't very realistic was it, it wasn't very realistic no. and then like as if this host read is going to bring down a whole company it's like how much was the fee for this yes, host seriously, read? Like, dude. you are not in podcasting. <laughs> that ain't how it works. I wish it did, but it doesn't. Yeah, no, it so doesn't. that was very, no, very funny. But it was an annoying storyline. I know they had to exit her out of the relationship and they had to exit her out of the podcast yeah. so that she's then just freeing herself yes. up completely. But it was just, it was a bit of a rubbish storyline. It was a bit of a stretch. Bit of a stretch. It was a bit of a rubbish yes. storyline. Um, okay, so... Miranda's at the AA meeting and I'm pleased to say she was in a bit more of a Miranda outfit. She was in a long skirt and a Hortonegger. and she had earrings on and she was looking a bit more like Miranda. Oh, Miranda, you got dressed. Welcome. But she's just lost. She would not. She would not go to LA, leave her son, leave her closest friends who she adores leave her career, and she was studying, she would not do all that. The Miranda that we know and love was too independent and would not give up her whole self for a brand new relationship. She wouldn't. She just wouldn't. I think she's having a midlife crisis. I think that's what this is. It's the equivalent of a man, you know, buying a Ferrari. She's just lost the plot. Maybe it's menopause. But why I don't know. is no one saying to Miranda? Be- We're saying it. Miranda, come back. 
why are none of the why is Charlotte not saying Miranda? Well, I mean, Charlotte couldn't because that would go down like a lump of lead. But why? Why is Carrie not saying what are you doing? Why are you in LA? Be here with your son. Like, figure your life out here. I think Brady's at college now. And, oh, well, and they haven't told us that. No, but he is. That's an assumption. Okay. I, I need context. But he is like 20 odd now. So I think he's he's not, you know, at home in diapers needing her. Uh, that, sorry. That and is also not. Steve. That is, that Where's is, Steve? Okay. You have an 18 year old. I have You're, a nearly 20 year old actually. God, that went quick. Yeah. Anyway, you're telling me if he lived in London, you'd just go off to Edinburgh and just... With, with a your, strap on. With a strap on and a, a new relationship. I think it's unlikely. You wouldn't want to leave him. I definitely wouldn't want to Thank leave him. Thank you. He might want to leave me, but and I, also, I wouldn't want to leave him. being a very strong, independent woman with a very, very important career and always telling her girlfriends, like, don't give your power away. What are you doing? As I said to you... I cannot stand the Miranda storyline. Anyway. But it's all going to come good, isn't it? Because she's going <sighs> to... Is it? Is I it though? I don't think she's going to find herself and find her way back to Steve. Can we talk about the real deal? The secondhand shop where they I, sell I all just, the stuff. I can't, I can't even with that. I loved the real deal. I hated the whole thing. What? The storyline? was pathetic. No, I liked the shop. The shop. The storyline was pathetic. pathetic. Again, I know this was a very leading episode, so I know it's going to lead us into her finding herself because she's obviously obsessing over the minutiae details that her kid does not want to wear that Chanel dress. Although I'd be fucked off if my kid sold a Chanel dress on Depop because I would, you know, it would annoy me. Unless they got like six grand for it. It would annoy you, but you, would, you wouldn't take it to that extreme. I was quite impressed how resourceful her kid was. Her kid is resourceful. Okay, it's leading me to... Um, my, I think my favorite outfit of the episode, which was Carrie's boiler suit with the um, JW SJ Anderson. I don't know who it is. Someone pigeon handbag. Pigeon. The pigeon bag. The pigeon. The pigeon bag. I thought she picked up in that thrift shop when she flips open the wing and takes yeah. out the bit of Wrigley's. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. No, my favorite brilliant. outfit was Lisa's again. Right. When the mother-in-law was coming. Oh my god, the mother-in-law with the matching Louis Vuitton luggage. Of course. Yes. She was wearing a black and white like leopard print or it's like an animal print skirt yes, with she a was. mustard floral blouse. Yes. And the mother-in-law said, "Have you just come out of the Lion King?" She, she says, said, "I see you've just returned from your matinee performance at the Lion King." And she Best said, life. "Yes, I have. It was really good." Yeah. And I, that is what I call nodding it in. Brilliant. Nodding brilliant. it in, just nod it in, smile and just because she looked Perfect. Wow, Nana. Nana is something else. Nana is, is a great character. Isn't she? Um, so I just absolutely loved that. I also loved um, when when Lily, Charlotte's daughter, was doing her song, uh, The Power of Privilege. Oh, and, and Anthony called her Lily Eilish. No, Lily Eilish had <laughs> written that down. He brilliant. says, what is she, Lily Eilish? Absolutely I, it's just absolutely brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, and then I've, I've put, the two notes I've put mm -hmm. is, Charlotte needs to get back to work. Yes. The obsession with the Chanel dress was just annoying. Yes. And I know that it's the beginning of a storyline of her finding herself yeah. again. Yeah. Um, and Miranda is basically a groupie now. That is what she's doing. She's a groupie. Oh God, you're right. Yeah. I have one more note. Yes. I've just put, hello, Lyle, exclamation mark. The mixologist at the Malibu Soho house who turns That's out- Oliver Hudson. Who turns out to be Shay's husband. But that's Oliver Hudson. I don't know who Oliver Hudson is. Kate Hudson's brother. How can he is hot? He was in like One Tree Hill. Might not be One Tree Hill. Might have been uh, like Dawson's it. Creek. No, that's Pacey. That's no. Joshua Jackson. No, it isn't. He was in Dawson's Creek. Who was he? Because there's only Dawson and Pacey. No, there isn't. And then she had this like really cool boyfriend later on down the line. 
it was Dawson's Creek he was in. Well, Oliver Hudson, he's a really famous actor. Well, hello, Lyle. I'm well, not... he's going to play more of a, a role because uh, he's, yeah. a, he's a famous actor. So that was never... Hot. How have you never seen Oliver Hudson in never anything? Never seen him in my life. You have. I can't quite get the Lyle Shay marriage. That I'm not understanding, but I'm sure that will be explained further in episode three. Also, the conversation between Miranda and Shay with the diet. I mean, wow, that's shifted around, hasn't it? Now she's ashamed to be on a diet. I I don't like the whole storyline. They were given one line, one joke in their stand-up routine, and it was crap. You don't like Shay, do you? Just admit it. Just say it. Just admit it. Or you don't like. Or you don't like them for Miranda. I don't like them for Miranda. And I also understand that the whole diet storyline and showing their vulnerability is supposed to humanise and make us feel more drawn and warm to the character and like get a bit of insight. But I'm just not feeling it yet. I really like them. Okay. I really do. You like them for Miranda? I like them as a person and as a character. Miranda's on her own journey, right? Miranda's doing her own thing. So I don't think I'd like anybody for Miranda at this point because Miranda needs to find herself again. And, you know, I'm still in Steve's camp. Team Steve. Team Justice Steve. for Steve. Yeah, well, as we, as said, we also, said. Justice for Steve. Where is Where Steve? Where is Steve? Bring him back. I want to see him now. Also, the final dress that Carrie was in when the producer and her decided to call it quits. Yes. It was like she's in a pink wrap dress. What is that? I have no recollection of this outfit, which must mean it wasn't very It's special. a pink wrap dress, Laura. Okay. Why is she wearing a pink wrap dress? How are you feeling overall now you've watched episodes one and two? Is it like fulfilling the, the, the hopes that you had for this new series? Are you feeling excited, disappointed? I feel exactly as I did last time. Mm-hmm. It took two or three episodes to get into it for me to really enjoy it. Mm. They were okay. They were okay. I felt that this last episode, the second episode, was a real sort of teaser for the next loads of storylines that are coming in. Mm. I feel I have to let go of it not being Sex in the City because I feel still so strongly attached to that era, to those characters, to who they were. I'm finding it difficult to allow them to grow. So we're back to the beginning of this show. Change, change or die. <laughs> but I don't know if Miranda is growing. I think it's the opposite and I'm, sh- I'm sure she'll get there. And it's going to be a painful journey, but it would be like, you know, if one of your friends was going through a difficult time, it's it's a painful watch, isn't it? But they just have to find their own way through it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that is our synopsis on the first two episodes of And Just Like That. If you're watching it too, we want to know what you think. Which outfits do you love? What are your favourite lines? How are you feeling about the storylines? How are you feeling about the new characters? Where do you want this series to go? Let us know. Let us know in the DMs. Send us an email because we will be very, very happy to read out your comments about this show. Yes, we we love to read out your comments on the show. Join the Small Screen Club and give us your views. Yeah. You can email us hello at selfcareclub.co.uk or you can DM us at Instagram at selfcareclubpod. And we will be back on Monday with a very special episode. (gasps) Yes, it's a collab. It's a collab. We have brought in two other hosts of another two men of a very popular podcast, Dame Baptiste Questions Everything. And we have all trialed cuddle therapy together. And it's an absolute scream of an episode, so you won't want to miss that. Um, And we'll be on the socials all over the weekend. So come say hi, and we'll be back next week. Bye-bye.